does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Lots and lots of basketball tonight. So glad that you could join us. The most important guy on the team is the uh, Minister of Information, the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Brad Huber. Thank you, Coach, and good evening, everybody, on this final Friday of the month of January as we begin to hit the home stretch. Girls sectional play gets underway next week. Boys basketball entering its final month of the season. Let's go through all the scores tonight, beginning up in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne Concordia squeaks by Fort Wayne North, 63-61, as does Fort Wayne South over Fort Wayne Dwinger, 55-53. Fort Wayne Wayne defeated Fort Wayne Lures, 70-44. It was Fishers beating Franklin Central 53-40. Franklin beat Elwood 50-40. Prairie Heights over Fremont 57-45. Greensburg winners in the southeast part of the state over Lawrenceburg 54-47. Hagerstown defeating Union City 51-47. Tipton winners over Hamilton Heights 65-57. Henryville squeaks by South Central Elizabeth 49-46. Adams Central all over Heritage 71-41. Evansville Modern Day over Heritage Hill. 72 to 61. Homestead winners over Fort Wayne Northrop 66 to 48. Indianapolis Metropolitan got by Indianapolis Tinley 72 to 59. Jackson Dell winners over Oldenburg Academy 40 to 34. Jasper, as we heard from Chris Norton just a bit ago, beat Northeaster Boys 46 to 34. And Bedford North Lawrence beat Jeffersonville 55 to 50. Kokomo winners over Lafayette Jeff 49 to 43. Couts over Boone Grove 72. 79 to 63. Chesterton squeaks by Lake Central, 49 to 47. And it was Argus losing to Lakeland Christian, 43 to 34. Eastern Hancock got by LaPel, 52 to 48. Culver winners over LaVille, 65 to 54. Linton Stockton defeating Eastern Green, 79 to 42. Marion all over Logansport, 83 to 53. McConaughey winners over Lewis Cass, 74 to 69. Oak Hill all over Madison Grant, 60 to 29. Franklin winners over Martinsville, 70 to 52 and Anderson doubled up McCutcheon 78 to 34. Southwestern Hanover defeated Milan 78 to 48 in overtime game here in the region part of the state. Goshen winners over Mishawaka 47 to 44. Morgan Township beat Hanover Central 45 to 32. Edinburgh it was all over Morristown 71 to 41. Noblesville and Hamilton County defeated their county rivals Hamilton Southeastern 49 to 40. North Davies defeated Clay City 72 to 43. North Knox defeating Washington Catholic handily 78 to 31. And Southwood big winners over North Miami 93 to 30. Western Boone squeaks by North Montgomery in the tight one 40 to 39. North Vermilion winners over Covington 57 to 45. Northwood defeated Warsaw 53 to 36. Paoli over Corden Central down state 68 to 44. Park Heritage beat Riverton Park 61 to 38. Greenfield Central defeating Pendleton Heights. 
76-44. Penn defeating South Bend Riley, 76-61. Greenwood, in a low-scoring affair, defeats Perry Meridian, 33-30. South Spencer defeating Pike Central, 56-50. Decatur Central defeating Plainfield, 69-61. Plymouth over Northridge, 51-48. South Putnam winners over Providence Crystal Ray, 58-48. And Red Hill, Illinois defeating Vincent's Reve, 57-47. Harrison of West Lafayette defeating Richmond, 55-42. Rising Sun beat Shaw Memorial, 64-47. Rossville squeaking by Eastern Greentown, 48-47. South Dearborn over Rushville, 62-27. Austin winners over Salem, 71-44. It was Muncie Burris over Seton Catholic, 48-32. Floyd Central over Seymour, 68-56. And Heritage Christian defeating Shenandoah, 84-67. Taylor defeating Sheridan, 64-53. Stay tuned for more scores throughout tonight. I'm Brad Huber for Network Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Boys basketball tonight. Warren, excuse me, Carmel beating Ben Davis 46-45. I'll try this again. Ben Davis 46-45 winners over Carmel. Greg Regstraw from the ISC Sports Network on the call to this game. And Greg, let me just say publicly... What a wonderful job you did Sunday for the pairing show. In case anyone didn't know, you are an incredibly talented broadcaster and, quite frankly, a force of nature. You were superb, and it was an honor to sit next to you and uh, be a part of that. Well, it was a pleasure to spend time with you, and you did a pretty doggone good job yourself, my friend. Always enjoy our time together, whether it's on the air or off, but last Sunday was a heck of a lot of fun. Is, am I seeing this right? This Sunday, you and I are doing a game? We're not doing a game this Sunday. That is that is not correct, sir. The, the, the Jaguars are on the road on Sunday. They play at Cleveland State. So okay, good. IUPUI has, has, has this weird ah. schedule this year, and you have been here before because the Horizon League has right. an odd number of members at 11. IUPUI is, is That's kind right. of the floater, or they are the team without a travel partner this year. So, like, when, when IUPUI right. has a home Thursday and Saturday, that usually means the other two teams will play each other on a Monday. Well, in this case, IUPUI played at Purdue-Fort Wayne on Wednesday. Purdue-Fort Wayne went to Cleveland today. And then IUPUI will play Cleveland State on Sunday. So, there, folks, are the intricacies of the Horizon right. League oh. schedule that you do not expect to hear on Indiana yeah. Sports Talk tonight. Now, that's true. All right, so uh, you and I both knew this uh, Carmel-Ben Davis matchup would be a good one. It really, really was a one-pointer tonight. What a game. Yeah, Bob, it it was the largest lead was a six-point lead at 33-27 Ben Davis early in in the fourth quarter. You know just how Carmel plays because of the style and tempo of how they play, the way that they guard you. They would give them. They would give themselves a shot tonight. Uh, they led by three at halftime. Did Carmel? Ben Davis has been a great third quarter team all year long. That was the case offensively, but they never landed the knockout blow. Ben Davis went from three down to one up uh, at the end of the third quarter. And again, other than a, a couple of possessions, this was largely a one possession game all the way down to the final twelve seconds. 
So take me through that game winner. Sure. So the way it played out uh, is that uh, Ben Davis uh, was able to get a late three by K.J. Windham to give themselves a three-point cushion. Carmel then, with about a minute left to go, began to play the foul game, you know, where they were down three, would take a two, would foul, hoping that Ben Davis would miss a free throw. Ben Davis didn't miss a free throw uh, until the very late stages mm-hmm. of the game. Really kind of kind of the thing that, that, that gave Ben Davis just enough cushion to win was that after a, a, a pair of made free throws by Clay Butler to make it 45-42, Carmel turned the ball over, something neither team did very much. Remember, both teams had nine turnovers for the game. But a turnover about half court, Ben Davis gets the ball back. Again, Clay Butler is fouled. He made the first. He missed the second. By that point in time, Carmel had used their timeouts. So even though Sam Orm hit a three with about five seconds left to go, Ben Davis very wisely just let the ball go through the net. Sean Arnold picked it up, stood there on the baseline, and put the ball in his hip knowing that Carmel could not stop the clock. Time expired at that point in time, and Ben Davis hangs on to win at 46-45. to Wow. These are two teams that are going to go deep in the tournament. I have no no doubt about that. But uh, uh, finding a way to win, if you're Ben Davis, is a big thing. Uh, and it's just a just a great Friday night of basketball. Quite frankly, here is of all the different stats I can spit at you about Ben Davis. This I, I pulled this one from Jeff Sagarin's computer rankings, and tonight's game extends to this. Ben Davis is twenty one and zero. Fifteen of their twenty one wins have come against teams in the Sagarin rankings that are in the top 25 in the state. It is, and again, they're one of the largest schools in the state. They wow. play in the mix. They're going to play a great schedule every year. Wow. But they are 21-0 with 15 wins against top 25 teams. That is absolutely crazy, but it shows you just how good of a level of competition they have played and beaten every time out this year. From the ISC Sports Network, Greg Rakestraw, who do you have tomorrow night? I have these Ben Davis Giants again tomorrow night when they take on the Indianapolis Addicts, and that game got a whole lot more important when Addicts surprised Cathedral and won the city <laughs> championship on Monday night. So I have city right. champ and county right. champ tomorrow at BD at 730. It's good to be you, is it not? It's great to be you. Greg Rakestraw, he's the best at what he does. We'll talk to him tomorrow night. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Coach. Coming up, John Herrick, also from the ISC Sports Network. John's also part of the IU Radio Network. We'll talk some hoop after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. There are some other events going on across the state tonight outside of high school basketball. At the college level, Cleveland State got the best of Purdue-Fort Wayne today, 79-74. IU South Bend was winners over Kent State, Tuscarawas in Philadelphia, Ohio, 61-57. The Indiana Pacers, uh, they dropped their ninth out of 10, losing to the Milwaukee Bucks, 141-131. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 41 points, leading the Bucks to the win today. G League Basketball, Lakeland Magic got the best of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, 128-121. Hockey, Jacksonville Iceman score two third-quarter goals to beat the Indy Fuel, 5-4. And in the third period, Fort Wayne comments all over the Iowa Heartlanders, 4 
to one. Other high school scores going on across the state. Austin beat Salem 71 to 44. Muncie Burris beat Seton Catholic 48 to 32. Floyd Central over Seymour 68 to 56. Heritage Christian winners over Shenandoah 84 to 67. Taylor beat Sheridan 64 to 53. Silver Creek defeating Madison 63 to 39. South Adams beating Southern Wells 45 to 41. John Glenn winners over South Bend Adams 57 to 47. South Bend St. Joseph's beat New Prairie 62-46. Mishawaka Marion defeating South Bend Washington 69-49. Switzerland County defeating South Decatur 55-51. Shackamack winners over South Vermillion 70-61. Lebanon squeaks by Southmont 40-37. And Southport beating Columbus North 51-44. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. John Herrick joins us from the ISC Sports Network tonight. Boy-girl doubleheader with North Central and Warren Central. Warren Central getting the best uh, on both ball games tonight. John? Thanks so much for your call. Tell me about this doubleheader uh, just in front of the sectionals for the girls. Yeah, it, well, it was actually North Central, Bob, that got the best of both games. Uh, the, oh, the North Central. One, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're all right. You're all right. Uh, the shocking part was the North Central girls game simply because Warren Central came into this game ranked 10th in 4A. They're 15-5, and five, and North Central was 7-14. and 14. And at the mm-hmm. end of the first quarter, they led 23-9. to hmm. nine. They just came out and could not right. miss a shot, forced almost 10 turnovers on Warren Central in the first quarter, led by 17 at half. Warren Central came back to cut the lead down to eight once, and then that's just all that's about the closest they could get. And at that point on, it was right. all North Central going on to win by 21 points. And one thing you got to remember about North Central, even though they struggle in the talent department this year, they've got a legendary high school girls basketball coach in Deanne Ramey, who has almost 300 oh, yeah. career wins. So she did an yep. unbelievable job coaching uh, against her rival, Warren Central, and just, just totally threw them um, out of out of rhythm. They had three players in double figures, and her post player, Nakia Harris, just took the game over inside, Bob. Scored 21 points, and she had some help from Ava Couch, 15, and Trinity Archie with 12. Those three seniors in the starting lineup and the only three seniors they had on their roster were simply mm-hmm. uh, sensational. In the boys' contest, a little bit more of a battle all the way through. Uh, North, it was just a chippy game, a lot of fouls called. Uh, it was a 12-point game at half. North Central was leading. But then Warren came back and cut it to two several times. Every time they did, though, they'd either have a turnover, they'd commit a foul, they'd lose the ball out of bounds, and then a two-point lead would become six, and North Central held on to win that one. And that was big for them because the North Central boys did not have a win and Mick play yet. So they got their first conference win tonight, and Warren Central dropped to 9-9 nine and nine on the season. It was a very chippy game between two rivals, and both of them needed a win, and the North mm-hmm. Central boys won 70-63. to 63. All right, so you have a, a little bit of something to do tomorrow night, do you not? You have Ohio State coming in to uh, take on the Hoosiers uh, tomorrow night at uh, – what is that? It's a 7 o'clock game down in Bloomington. Yeah. Yeah, These so are uh, two teams – 
Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's, yeah, eight o'clock start. We go on the air at seven. And first of all, before okay. we I, before we get to IU men, I want to talk about how great the IU women are. This IU women's oh. basketball team, Bob, is no joke. And more than a tenth, a crowd of ten thousand four hundred fifty-five people came out to watch the IU women play Ohio State last night. And they were simply terrific in the third quarter. The IU women outscoring Ohio State 27-6. to Mackenzie Holmes, Grace Berger, I mean, these, these women are going to be, you know, in, probably in the National Player of the Year consideration. I mean, what a job Terry mm-hmm. Moore has done with the, with the women's basketball team. And you know there's going to be a huge crowd because Ohio State will bring some fans. And, of course, the crowd will be going crazy in Bloomington. Uh, and Mike Woodson will be back. Uh, he had COVID. He missed Wednesday's game, but he'll be back coaching on right. the sidelines. So, uh, yeah, Thursday night was a crazy atmosphere in Bloomington, and I think Saturday's going to be just like that as well. Yeah, it's an Ohio State team that comes in in, uh, in need of a win. And uh, I mentioned it earlier tonight that this will be a game – uh, where you're going to need to put the pads on because they're, this will be a physical matchup uh, tomorrow night. From the start, it, it's going to be people just bodying up. Uh, it's gonna, you're going to have to be tough-minded to get through this game tomorrow night. Yeah, and I don't think I don't. It's it's hard to pinpoint you know one game in particular where Ohio State started to slide, but I think when Purdue went into Ohio State and beat them by double-digit points and had that big second half, I think that really kind of started to put a dent in Ohio State's game and they've been trying to kind of recover ever since this should also you know be a, a reminder to IU like you were playing a Minnesota team that was in bad need of a win on Wednesday and they almost right. stole the game from you so if you're IU you certainly cannot take Ohio State lightly and the fact that Ohio State needs a win means you're going to get a desperate team that's going to do whatever they can to try to win this one so uh, it's, it's going to be a dogfight. Ohio State can certainly junk the game up defensively but I think, what, I think what IU has learned about themselves is you play through Trace Jackson Davis, everything goes through him, you establish him, and once you do that, you can kick it out to open shooters and IU's game can flow a lot more freely because when they don't try to get him involved and they just jack up jumpers, that's when things go south. But Trace Jackson Davis's game has gone to a whole other level over these last few games. Right. And if IU keeps getting him the ball, they'll be successful. You know what? He he has elevated it. Uh, I didn't think possible to get any better than the way he'd been playing, but uh, he, he just seems more confident. Uh, he seems more determined. Uh, and, and I think much more assertive with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, you see him handling it on the break. You see him, uh, you know, just wor- just doing a better, a great job to free himself. And when he has the ball, I'm not sure you can stop him, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, you can double him. You can try not to double him. I mean, he's, right. he's seen every defense. And, you know, Bob, you and I have had the privilege of watching him play in high school, right. calling games on the fan when we would do center. Yeah, we did, yeah. He was in high school. And now we're seeing him totally blossom in his college career and has a chance to be one of the top picks in the NBA next year. And, yeah, right. he can bring the ball up the floor. I love it sometimes when he gets the rebound and he just tries to drive up the floor. And Jalen hood Shafino's like, hey, give it to me. And he's like, I got right. it. No, I can, I can dribble it up the floor. So, he's yeah, he's seen just about every defense there there is. And I, and I think as long as IU uh, continues to get him the ball, I mean, 
Just think about this, Bob. He's one of only, I think, three players in NBA, uh, in Indiana history to have a triple-double, which he had against Nebraska. Now he's the right. all-time leader in IU basketball history in blocks with what he did against Minnesota on Wednesday night. So he's just setting all kinds of incredible records for this IU basketball program right now. He's been historically great, not, not just this season, but throughout his tenure with IU. And uh, to have Race Thompson back doesn't hurt him either. Uh, to be, you know, literally back toward full strength in terms of health, uh, it's a different team. They are, they're absolutely uh, playing great basketball right now. Yeah, and you hope to have Xavier Johnson back maybe in a few weeks, but we'll see on that. But, yeah, having Race Thompson's defensive mindset back in is huge. And then you've got depth coming off the bench with guys playing a lot better. Jordan Geronimo had 17 against Michigan State. Malik Renew is getting his touch back that he had in the middle of the season or beginning of the season. He's starting to play a lot better. And if Trey Galloway can maintain his confidence like Don Fisher tells him to do (laughs) during the game, (laughs) Don will say, I hope Trey Galloway shoots it more. And when Trey shoots it more, if he can get in double figures, that's also a big help. It just takes – pressure off of trace jackson davis so yeah there's a lot of different guys that are stepping up for iu right now and if they play well and that home crowd gets into it uh they got a good chance to win uh, tomorrow night and then and then a week later you, you got purdue coming to town and you get to play right. twice so uh we're getting into the meat of the season and it's a lot of fun He's John Herrick. You know that voice from the IU Network. You also hear him uh, on the ISC Sports Network. Tonight he had the uh, North Central, Warren Central doubleheader, boy-girl doubleheader. John, thanks so much for the call. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow night after an IU win. (laughs) Well, we'll see how that goes. Thanks a lot, Coach. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, coming up, school board update with Brad Huber. When we come back after that update, we're going to talk with Bill Shepard from Kankakee Valley. They get a big win over Highland tonight. I want to remind everybody, the um, girls' sectionals, as you know, start on Tuesday around our state. Get out, support your teams in your communities, have fun, do it the right way, be responsible. I want to wish all the ladies, their parents, the coaches, uh, best of luck. It's a huge week. I understand it. I think back of literally 100 years ago, when I was in high school, it only feels like it. I know how important it is. I know what an exciting time it is. We're glad you're with us on Indiana Sports Talk. Brad Huber's coming up with another school board update. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. A busy night of high school basketball across the state of Indiana. An overtime game, Southridge defeated Forest Park 50-48. Eastern Pekin defeating Springs Valley 65-45. Sullivan doubled up Brown County 67-34. Washington over Tecumseh 77-62. Mount Vernon Posey defeating Tell City 70-41. Trinity Greenlawn all over Clinton Christian 67-17. Another overtime game, it was Trinity Lutheran defeating Carothersville 64-58. Sassina of Indianapolis defeated Triton Central 50-42. 
South Central Union Mills defeating Tri Township 55 to 40. Evansville Harrison winning this battle downstate over Vincent's Lincoln 80 to 65. Waldron defeating Southwestern Shelbyville 53 to 36. In Marion County, North Central defeating Warren Central 70 to 63. Concord defeated Wawasee 48 to 39. Winnemac winners over West Central 74 to 61. West Noble over Fairfield 50 to 31. Edgewood squeaking by. West Vigo 51 to 50 and Avon doing the same with Westfield 59 to 56. Peru defeated Wicko 63 to 48. New Pow defeated Yorktown 60 to 53. Brownsburg defeating Zionsville 44 to 40. Alexandria falls to Mississippi 63 to 57. University all over Anderson Prep Academy 72 to 18. Bar Reeve over Shoals 54 to 30. And North Decatur over Batesville 52 to 41. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Just so glad you could join us tonight. We have a lot of basketball to talk about. A whole lot of basketball to talk about. Um, you know, just take a look around. It's it's that time of year. Bill Shepard joins me from Kankakee Valley, KV, 62-54 winners over Highland. Bill, thank you so much for the call. Congratulations to you and your kids on a great win tonight. Thanks a lot, Coach. Very, uh, very proud of the guys tonight. We actually were down. We started a three-guard lineup, and we were actually down two of our starting guards tonight um, due to injury and stuff. So getting a conference win, having many people playing out of position. We're not overly deep to begin with. Just really proud of the way the kids battled to, to you know, over, to overcome that adversity and pick up a conference win tonight. Well, especially going small and then losing losing a guy. Uh, I hope you'll get him back soon. But to give your kids credit, that's a that's a gutty way to battle out and get a win tonight. Oh no, no doubt about it. And you know, we we we've been struggling for well, we struggled for the first half of the year, and it took us and you know took us about ten ten to eleven games to figure out that we we have a six seven kid and a six five kid. And uh, kind of like IU a little bit, just on a much right. smaller scale. We we got to start playing through those guys, and uh, we've, we've been doing that. We've been doing that pretty good the last three games, right. and we were on a three game streak right now. And and uh, which so I mean they're starting to figure out. You know, if we if we establish the inside, the outside is going to be that much easier for us to do. And you know, even when you're down two your guards, that's even more important to establish the inside. So right. Yeah, we we, we we definitely focused on that tonight, and uh, and then did a really good job. And, uh, and you know, looking forward to we got another game tomorrow night. And, uh, Looking forward to seeing how we do then, but I'm just so so happy for the guys how they battle. Who do you play tomorrow night? We have a tough one tomorrow night. We we do we travel to Portage tomorrow night, and I would say uh, you probably, Ooh, probably okay. know, uh, you probably you probably know a bunch about Portage, but I would say that they are the sexual favorites in our section right now. They are they are playing really well, and you know, like I said, we're going to be down okay. a couple guys, but, but we know going up there, it's going to be we're going to battle. It's going to be a street right. fight. We're going to we're going to try to establish the inside, and as long as we do that. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be you know, we're gonna be happy with how things are. We're going up there looking to looking to compete and do right. well and try to extend this three extend this three game win streak that we got going on. All right, who plays well for you tonight in the win over Highland? Um, well, uh, our we have we started six five junior who actually has been really really coming on for us. This is his first year playing varsity basketball, and he this is his third straight game with seventeen points. Uh, so he led us tonight with 17. Again, he is, he has just been very active around the around the rim. Uh, our our point guard, six four junior Cam Webster, 
Uh, he he's a left-hander. He scored 16 for us tonight, and uh, we we moved up a we moved up a sophomore over Christmas break. Uh, a little a little bit sophomore guy that can shoot it, and uh, he scored 13 for us tonight. Bobby Lalonde. He uh, this is this is fifth varsity start for us, and he. Uh, and he scored in double figures three of the five. So he uh, he's definitely fitting in pretty well for us. So those, those are the three guys in double figures for us. But once again, you know, with with the guys going down, it's just a it's just a big time big time effort from everybody involved. I, I think overall. So just just very happy and then you know and looking forward to looking forward to keeping with all of these guys. Bill Shepard's the basketball coach at Kankakee Valley tonight. They beat. Highland, 62-54. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next time out. Thanks a lot, Bob. Thank you. Bloomfield over north central of Farmersburg tonight, 63-38 the final. Bloomfield, number two in single. Their coach, J.B. Neal, joins me. Thank you so much for the call. I know you got a million things to do after a game, and trust me when I tell you, it's a big deal for me that you take the time to call me. No problem, Coach. Uh, got your text there. Glad to do it. Well, you need to remind some of your colleagues that they ought to be more responsive to my text, but that's for another conversation. You guys are on fire. You're on fire right now. You're playing. Obviously, you know, I have a cool job. I get to talk about basketball all the time. Part of the problem, though, is I don't get to see much basketball. And I'd like to see your team play because they just strike me as being a team that rolls up their sleeves and go to work every night, enjoy playing with one another, uh, guard the heck out of you, and you better guard us. Yeah, we, uh, you know, tonight's a great example of this. This is a gritty group. Uh, you know, we got off to a slow start on the road. Shots weren't falling. We're, we're down 13-12 at the end of the first quarter, but uh, – you know, our kids didn't panic. We finally got control of the game and, uh, you know, went on and, and took care of business. And I thought kids came off the bench. Uh, we, had, we had 23 points off our bench tonight. And, and and our big guy, you know, Pete Combs got in foul trouble. He didn't even play in the second quarter. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we were able to bring guys in and maintain and, and finally uh, get control of the game. You know what? You, you look at a game like this, and uh, who knows? As you as you keep going through the season, you look back, and maybe you know you get a kid like that has one of these games, gets more confident, gets more minutes, helps you down the stretch. You know, it, it's huge. These kinds of things at this particular time. I know we got a lot of basketball to play. These are big nights. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Pete Combs, our six eight guy, he he gets picks up two fouls. He doesn't even play in his second quarter. And Bracey Neal comes in, plays the whole second quarter, and gets four rebounds. Uh, Brett Sherrard comes off the bench and scores fifteen points. Lance Workman, another kid that gets spotty minutes, mainly a JV guy, but we're we're hoping he can help us down the stretch here on a tournament run. Uh, you know, he comes in, gets six points, and solid defensively. So. You know, it's just next guy up whenever things aren't going well, and and that's what this group, uh, they do a good job with with that. All right, so I mentioned this lofty rating right now. You guys are, you know, number two in the single A, so you're going to get everybody's game. Thank goodness for you guys. It's a one-game weekend, so you can relax, take a day or two off, and get back out on the practice floor. 
Well, yeah, you say relax, but we've got uh, the North Davies Cougars rolling in Thursday uh, for a game. So, you know, there, there's not a whole lot of relaxing <laughs> around Bloomfield's uh, defending state uh, 1A champs. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. Right. Benton has beat us, beat us both. The conference is done other than we're playing for second. And it's just a, a great measuring stick for us. Uh, you talk about a, a great Indiana bas- high school basketball game. Thursday night there will be one right. at Bloomfield. I wish you the best. I really do. J.B. Neal with me, the head coach at Bloomfield. They're number two in single A. Uh, Tonight they beat North Central to Farmersburg 63-38 on uh, a very, very good North Davies team on Thursday. Coach, as always, great to talk to you. Thanks a lot and good luck. Hey, appreciate it, Coach. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Matt Luce joins me, the head coach at Wapahani. Wapahani, a big solid win tonight uh, over Delta, 57-49. Wapahani, number four and two. Coach, thanks for the call. Congrats on the win. Thanks, Coach Lovell. It's always nice to win. It's always nice to uh, win against a Delaware County rival. (laughs) It was a great atmosphere tonight. It was a packed gym and Raider country and – we found a way to hang in there and found a way to win. Is it close all night long? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These are kids that, you know, have played against each other, and we just beat them a week ago in our Delaware County semifinal. I think we were down five after the first quarter and down three at halftime, and We've just we, we sound a lot like Bloomfield. Our, our, we're getting everybody's best shot, and we just hung in there and and uh, kept our composure. Our guys know we got a good team, and you know we just kept the composure and made the right plays. Senior Aiden Franks is one of our studs. He had 27 tonight, and he had the first 10 of the third quarter, and he was not open. He was closely guarded. Wow, he was just better. <laughs> was just better. And uh, right. it's nice to have kids like that too. Well, you know what? You get one of your leaders to come out there and stake you 10, to 10 points in the third quarter. You, you take control of a ball game uh, and make a real statement to people. Coach, what? hang in here through the scoreboard. Can you do that? Hang on. We'll I'd do some scores. To. You and I'll come back. You bet. Thanks. Outstanding. We'll talk to Matt when we come back after the scoreboard update. Work Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. A busy night of high school basketball across the state of Indiana. Let's start in Marion County. Beach Grove beat Indianapolis Lutheran 55-49. The Ben Davis Giants squeaked by the Carmel Greyhounds 46-45. Bethany Christian beat Oregon Davis 51-36. Blackford winners over Eastbrook 65-44. Bloomfield all over North Central Farmersburg 68-38. Bloomington South winners tonight over Terre Haute South 64-59. Blue River defeating Monroe 
Old Central, 50-33. Jay County doubled up Bluffton, 55-28. Orleans all over Borden. They're number one in Class 1A, 61-26. Bermuff, winners over Chittard in the Marion County rivalry battle, 57-52. South Bend Clay over Bremen, uh, Bremen 70-46. It was DeMarc Christian over Calumet Christian, 60-52. Carroll Fort Wayne defeating Fort Wayne Snyder, 71-56. Christmas Addicts over Crystal House Manual, 66-52. Providence defeating Christian Academy, 51-32. Central Noble over Cherubusco, 79-32. Northview over Cloverdale, 64-43. Connersville squeaked by Mount Vernon of Fortville, 75-70. Crawfordsville defeating the Hot Dogs of Frankfurt, 58-40. Daleville over Union Modoc, 72-13. Danville over Tri-West in the Hendricks County rivalry matchup, 72-57. Delphi beat Tri-Central, 64-57. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Matt Luce from Wapahani rejoins me. They beat Delta 57-49. You're talking about a tough-minded group of yours, so you had to make some plays uh, down the stretch in this one, did you not? Yeah, absolutely, Bob. Yeah, we just hung in there, and, and again, we, we're just showing teamwork and not doing things on our own and, and just working together. And when your two best players buy in, the, the Andrews kid's a junior for us. That He's already a thousand-point scorer and, and going to be a leading scorer mm-hmm. in Delaware County history. And then Aiden Franks is the other kid. They just make the right plays. If that means they go for 20, they do it. And if that means they go for 10 and lead our team and assist in other plays. So when your best players buy in, it sure does matter. Well, it certainly does. All right, who's up next for you? We go a little conference game on Thursday versus the Cowan Blackhawks. So we uh, we actually host the sectional this week. So we're going to cheer on our girls on Tuesday night at, against LaPel and hope they get a win in advance, and then we play on Thursday. Well, I'm glad you called me. Matt Luce from Wapahani. They're number four in 2A. 57-49 winners over Delta. Coach, thanks so much. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob Lovell. Nice talking to you. My pleasure. Kurt Darling from the ISC Network, excuse me, Nine Star TV. Uh, tonight on the call of Greenfield Central, 76-44 win over Pendleton Heights. Kurt, thanks for the call. Pretty impressive win for Greenfield Central tonight. Yeah, Coach, Greenfield moving to 13-1 and on the year. That's their best start in probably the last decade or so. And it's a team that's really been kind of rebuilding over the last couple of years. And so they're really getting things in stride with a good duo of Braylon Mullins and Dylan Moles. Um, and just to kind of put it in perspective of how out of hand this thing got uh, pretty early on, it was 51-25 to it was 51 to 25 at halftime in favor of Greenfield Central. Braylon Braylon Mullins, who's a sophomore, already getting interest from IEPUI. He had 26 points at the fir- at the end of the half, and then he ended up adding another. Then he ended up finishing with 31 on the night. But he hits 
seven three-pointers out of about 12 or 13 that were hit by Greenfield Central tonight as a team. And it was just an all-around good win, just a good kind of warm-up test here for Greenfield Central as they get uh, pretty busy coming up tomorrow night, actually. They're going to be taking on uh, Bishop Chittard up at the Muncie Central Tournament. So they're going to have to a lot of games left to play here over the next couple of days or so. But uh, Greenfield Central, they are really, really good out of the Hoosier Heritage Conference right now. Uh, ranked 17th in the IBCA coaches poll, but they're unranked right now in the AP. So I think they're going to really start making some noise here over the last half of the season. Let's hope so. So you got about a minute here. Tell me who played well in your in your mind tonight. Well, definitely Braylon Mullins. He had 31 points, but also Dylan Moles, the junior. He had 17 points for Greenfield Central as well. But got to give a tip of the cap to uh, Evan Mazingo of Pendleton Heights. He had 13 points in a losing effort. He really put the team on his back tonight. So just a couple of players there. But, yeah, Braylon Mullins, he is very impressive, as good as advertised. People should definitely come out to Greenfield to watch him play at some point. Kurt Darling from Nine Star TV. What a great job, as always. Greenfield Central, 76-44 winners over Pendleton Heights. Thanks, Kurt. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. Coming up, Cliff Hawkins from Tipton. Tipton ranked number 12 in 2A. We'll talk to him about their dramatic win over Hamilton Heights. Talk a lot more basketball. Sectionals for girls begin Tuesday. Make sure you're out there having fun supporting the young ladies in your community. It's uh, nothing better than sectional week. We all know that. Also, be safe because sectional week means bad weather, so be safe. I'm not a weather person, but I've just been a Hoosier for a long time. Weather's bad. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. We'll talk a lot of college basketball, more high school basketball, Uh, But Saturday night's a fun night. Don't forget to join us. We're glad you're with us now. Scoreboard update coming up with Brad Huber and then more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. As advertised, Cliff Hawkins from Tipton. Tipton, number 12 and 2 tonight. 65-57 winners over Hamilton Heights. Cliff, thanks for the call and congratulations on a big win. Well, it really was. You know, it completed, uh, you know, we talked about finishing the east side of the conference. And we we went undefeated in the conference. And this was our first home conference game. The other three were on the road. So we're really excited about being able to go 4-0 on this side of the conference and then play for a championship in February. So it was a great team effort by our team. Yeah, absolutely. Played some defense tonight, too. You got to be pleased with that. Seems like a complete game for your guys. Yeah, we had to really work. I mean, Hamilton Heights, uh, their their record's not as good this year, but they have some really tough kids. And and I thought they were really set up well against some of the things that we tried to do to them. But our ability to change uh, tempos with our defense and to uh, kind of keep people off guard is is really what what the key is now there's things in our defense we didn't do real well tonight Mm -hmm. like a lot of times we were caught straight-legged and not getting out uh you know to really contest or we overplayed and got back cut a couple times but the the bottom line was everything that that uh, didn't go right with our defense there were a lot of things that went well we had a ton of steals and also we took some charges and uh uh so there there was a lot of positives with our defense defense tonight so who plays well for you tonight in the big win 
Well, in, in, you know, as far as our team, you know, tonight Maverick Conaway, um, he's he's a senior for us. He got ten points, but he he got five big points in the fourth quarter, and right. then uh, Grady Carpenter, our sophomore point guard, uh, he got twenty two tonight, and he had uh, fifteen in the first half and got seven in the second half, and then Nolan Swan only. Not only, but he had nine in the first half and turned around and ended up with 24. So he had 15 in the second half. And I, um, Jackson Money played well. He had six points as well. And then Sam Quigley's the other start, starter that hit a three for us. But uh, we play him just because he's all over the floor. He'll dive. He'll take charges. And he's one of those kind of guys. And he's tough and he's just a sophomore. So um, he gets after it. So really a total team effort, but obviously Nolan Swan and Grady Carpenter leading the way and our ability to hit free throws down the stretch when they had the foul us, uh, we were 13 and 15 at the line. So it, it added up to uh, a great win. Who's up next for you? Well, we actually have a week here. And so now we have Eastern coming up, the Eastern Comets. We go there, uh, Brad Lindsay's coaching again, you know, and, and, uh, He's, right. uh, he's very very excited with what he's doing with them. He's got them playing very well. They play a very tough zone, so we'll have to, you know, really prepare. But uh, we're looking forward uh, to that game. But uh, what I like right now is we've got some time to give them off tomorrow and then come back mm-hmm. on Monday and actually have some individual time with the players so they can see where they need to go uh, with some things and then uh, have a great week of team practice because we don't play till Saturday afternoon. Cliff Hawkins from Tipton, the number 12 and 2A. Big yep. win tonight over Hamilton Heights. Cliff, thanks for the call. Good luck next time out. And thank you for everything you do, Bob. Thank you. Thanks for the kind words. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with Brad Huber. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.